And now you're waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he's taking so long to come here. You cannot, you cannot keep now you know how she had treated this new couple who kept making sides to him that he made for no reason. But what should be this great exhilarating moment for Zechariah because he wants just a little bit more information, a little bit more of this. He's suddenly confused as to what kind of charade love is going to be. And how do you communicate without speaking in a language that nobody will understand? I don't even know how you do that. But he somehow is able to communicate that something
you are and where you can go and where the biggest payoff and the priority of your life and life is going to just be better, or you can just like choose to anchor in yourself. It's really just a test for a season. Imagine that I'm just kind of making a detour with God and we are just like super anchored with each other. And I don't want to do the fighting thing because I probably would lose. Um, <laughs> I'd be a pretty good football player. So I just kind of stay over on, on my side and I'm just like, oh, Jesus, please come. I just want to be there. You know, like, so, like here's what I'm saying. Maybe, like John might not even know what I know. Like he could just be going on like living his life and just like not really caring. He's like, oh, God, I'm going to be in my son's funeral. And it's like, no, like it's David. It's the protection of someone who are like letting you go. And you can protect yourself from God in spiritual ways instead of choosing to be faithful. Because in your life, you just can't hide from God. God knows what's going on. Jesus said, if you abide in me, you can ask for this and it will be given to you. Zach Galati is basically like, I, I, I have a faith that just doesn't matter. I just was never really concerned about it. It's just, you just make it happen. You're all celebrate. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Then I'm going to do it. You know, then I'll be okay. And you're like, well, I just don't know how that's going to work. And I just don't know how that's going to happen. But that's literally how the disciples were acting. Like, here's what happened. Here's what he had life with. You can read it. Look at verse 17. See what else he did. What did he do? He repaired the house of the Lord. So what's going to happen is now that he has that, that can be celebratory about that, can praise God for those things. It's so freeing to think that you have hope that still matters after this whole thing that Pastor just said and has like basically embroiled your real life. Praise God for your hope. I found this video that I just want to illustrate Like the opposite of that too. Like you can think about what things that you don't have versus what you do. So 
celebrating those things and being thankful for those things. And if we miss those wonderful parts of our lives, let's be recognizing that God is still with us in those places. And that maybe we don't use the water faucet. Maybe we're thankful that we did not go and bought milk. But of course, life will not be guaranteed perfect. Right? It's not just like heaven is guaranteed. It's there is never any guarantee that something will be perfect. Someday, we will be in right relationship with God, right relationship with each other, and guaranteed to be thankful. And we can't stand on the side of that and say, well, once we are in heaven, that will all go away. No, it won't. God won't tell us it won't. Why? We will always be thankful. But God might Abraham's story. Abraham's story. Sarah. 
can't do anything to me.